Shalom, and welcome back to another episode of Israel Policy Pod. I'm Eli Koaz. And I'm Evan Gottesman. Evan, how's it going? It's going okay. It's really crazy times that we're living through. And, you know, as we said on the last podcast and in our most recent video briefing, I want to wish, you know, good thoughts and, and safety to everyone who's listening to this program from the United States. I know that a lot of people are feeling a lot of pain and, and just given everything that's going on. Sorry to bring it bring it down right when we start, but it's just it's hard to ignore all of that um, and all of what's going on in Israel right now. Also, it's OK. Important, important words. But guess what we're talking about today? Any idea? If I had to wager guess. Starts with an A, ends with an N. Is, is it the same thing that we've been talking about for the past three years? I is think it, it is. Annexation? I think it is. It's, it's annexation. annexation. So today we're talking about West Bank annexation, and we're going to get into it with a very special guest joining us uh, from Tel Aviv. Um, we're happy to be joined by Ilan Paz. Ilan Paz is a retired brigadier general in the Israel Defense Forces with a broad expertise derived from 28 years of military service. He was head of the civil administration in the West Bank and the Jordan Valley from 2002 to 2005, and has since been based at the Economic Cooperation Foundation, or ECF, a policy planning NGO furthering Israeli-Palestinian peace and cooperation. He is also a board member of the Geneva Initiative and a member of Commanders for Israel's Security. So, Ilan, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. So, Ilan, we mentioned uh, a little bit about your career in the IDF. Can you tell us a bit more about where you served and what you did? Yes. Uh, most of uh, my uh, years in the Army, I served uh, as uh, an officer in the SEALs. Uh, I've been to the SEALs uh, for 18 uh, years. Uh, after uh, this uh, 18 years, I uh, joined uh, the Army in the West Bank. I served twice as uh, commander of the uh, Territorial Brigade uh, in Denin and the Turkheim district. And during the first intifada, I served as the commander of the Central Command uh, of the uh, a territorial brigade in uh, Ramallah district, uh, including uh, Operation uh, Defensive Shield. Uh, I I, uh, I command the the operation to uh, take over uh, Ramallah, the city. And my last uh, three years was uh, in the civil administration. I served as the head of the civil administration in the West Bank. So your military service seems to have coincided with the number of really significant moments in Israeli history and moments where the territorial status quo changed between Israel and the Palestinians. I mean, during the 1990s, you had the, the Oslo Accords. The current moment in Israel is revolving around, in many ways, annexation and the current security establishment seems to have been left in the dark in a lot of ways. You have 
uh, security officials saying that they're preparing for the fallout from annexation, but they don't know exactly what Prime Minister Netanyahu's plan is. How does that compare with the way things were handled, say, during Oslo or during other moments uh, when there needed to be coordination between uh, the military and the civilian government um, in terms of, of preparing the security services to respond to something that was changing significantly on the ground? Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, too strange uh, in Israel to see that uh, the government these days during the last uh, decade, uh, at least the last decade, the government leading by Bibi uh, Netanyahu is uh, the part in the establishment that take uh, a lot of uh, strange decisions uh, against uh, or uh, for uh, fighting uh, the Palestinians. Uh, these days we are talking about the annexation of uh, at least uh, 30% of the West Bank without uh, uh, taking into consideration the effect of this step towards Jordan, towards uh, the uh, PA, the Palestinian Authority, towards uh, Egypt, towards uh, the Arab states, towards uh, the U European states. And uh, you know, in the other side, the military, the security uh, uh, organization, the army, the Shabak, uh, are the organization that they're trying to balance the effect of uh, the government uh, decisions in order to reduce the level of hatred, the level of violence. You know, if, if someone uh, that doesn't live here uh, understands this situation, he, he can he can say, well, it, it's crazy. I can understand the opposite. But uh, the army is the 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 the, uh, the organization that's trying to reduce the level of, of violence, the trying to to balance the governmental decision is crazy. But it's 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 a fact. And nowadays a BB even doesn't uh, 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 include the army, the Ministry of Defense, the Shabak in the decision uh, 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 the, the decision makers um, uh, procedure. The army doesn't know anything. The the minister of uh, defense doesn't know anything. The Shabak doesn't know anything, and no one made any kind of uh, procedure uh, in order to understand what do BB. And his government wants to do. 
No one is telling them, well, okay, if you will do one, the uh, result will be two. If you will do two, the result will be three. No one. Do you know, the army can't even prepare himself to the, to the situation that can happen in three weeks, in two weeks. It's, uh, it's craziness. It's the defense ministry and the army and the intelligence services, the security services, you're saying have been left in the dark by this. And it's interesting that you bring that up because my next question was going to be about a recent headline relating directly to the defense minister, to Benny Gantz. There's now this news that he may be taking a trip to Jordan, which you also mentioned that the concerns of Jordan haven't been taken into account as the Israeli government proceeds with planning annexation. So what do you make of this story that Gantz might be heading to Jordan? If the defense ministry has been left in the dark, as you're saying, uh, is this something that wasn't coordinated between Gantz and the prime minister? Is this something that Netanyahu will try know. to obstruct? Or? I don't know. Uh, I, uh, uh, I, I just uh, heard uh, that Gantz is going to to, to uh, meetings in Jordan uh, right now. I didn't know it. Uh, I, I can say that yesterday, according to the news, uh, there was a meeting between uh, Bibi Netanyahu, Gantz, and Ashkenazi. Maybe he told them what he, 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 what he is going to do. I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, you, you know, uh, Benny Gantz is one, one person. Ashkenazi is, is another person. What about the army? They don't have the opportunity the, the, uh, as, 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 uh, as, uh, even as uh, the, the Minister of Defense or the Minister of Foreign if they want uh, a, a join to the uh, thinking uh, uh, of it, uh, if they want bring uh, uh, the army and their uh, organization to, to 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 learn to learn about it and and it didn't happen we don't know what is going to to they the the the, the government the government that will vote maybe in two weeks about the the plan of uh, annexation who will tell uh, who will tell them what are the risks what are the chances what uh, can happen with Jordan? What can happen with, with the violence in, in the West Bank? It doesn't enough to say Benny Gantz knows. I can I can tell you, I'm sure he doesn't know. But let's say he know. Okay, so Benny Gantz is is, is uh, one of the few persons, if any, that knows what's Bibi's uh, plan. What about the army? What about the Shabak? What about the, the Minister of, of uh, Foreign Affairs? They have to know. They have to, to, to. They have to give them time to prepare. They have to to bring to put on the table of the decision makers. What are the chances? What are the risks? How uh, how much it will cost us? Uh, 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 what will will happen with the Palestinian Authority? What will happen with the uh, uh, security 
relationship with the Palestinians. Yeah, what will happen about uh, peace negotiation in the future? What, uh, what does it mean to the uh, Trump plan? Who will tell them it? The, 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 the decision maker, the ministers, have to know it by themselves, have to learn it by themselves. What is their uh, a qualification to do it by themselves? Now, Elon, we obviously had a transitional phase with Israel's government. We had for we had three elections, obviously, and for a significant period, period of time, Netanyahu was also defense minister as well as being prime minister and foreign minister. Then we had Naftali Bennett, obviously with a right-wing annexationist agenda as a temporary defense minister for a few months. So during that time frame, it's obviously expected that much of the defense establishment will be left in the dark when it comes to these annexation plans. But now that you have Gantz in that position and you also you have Ashkenazi in the, the foreign ministry, and you have blue and white as a part of the government. Are you surprised that, that this has continued? And do you expect us to maybe see a change in the next few weeks? I mean, most people are saying that it won't, July 1st won't be the, the day that it's voted upon, and we still have some time until this annexation uh, proceeds. We don't know how much time, but do you expect um, that with Gantz in the defense ministry that will see any changes and will see more of a, let's say, professional process uh, done. Obviously, uh, CIS, obviously, CIS did a very uh, in-depth uh, study and report on the costs of annexation. Will those uh, facts and figures be presented to the people uh, that are making these decisions and the people that will have to deal with uh, the consequences eventually? Well, you know, I expect from Benny Gantz and from Ashkenazi that they will understand their uh, responsibility to stop this uh, step. Uh, I know for sure that they know exactly what the CIS uh, knows, that the, the annexation is a very, very dramatic, strategic uh, uh, decision, bad decision. They know exactly what will happen with the Palestinian Authority. They know exactly what can happen with the Jordanians. They know exactly what it uh, can, uh, how it can affect the chance for peace with the Palestinians. They can. They know exactly what will be not exactly uh, uh, on general uh, how much it can cost. They know exactly how it can influence the democracy and uh, uh, the democracy uh, in Israel. And they have, and this is what I expect for, from them. They have to understand that. It's not a, a question of being uh, uh, the next prime minister of Israel for guns. It is a dramatic strategic decision for the future of Israel. 
And if they won't understand it, if they will continue to go with Bibi and not to stop him, they will uh, be responsible for the future of Israel and it's, uh, it, 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 it's, it can be a, tra- a, a tragedy, tragedy for the future of Israel. And I expect they will uh, understand it. Uh, we in the CIS, we were the only organization without any uh, 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 without any uh, official uh, uh, decision. We made a, a very deep and large. Uh, uh, work. Uh, we made a, a very, uh, a, a very deep uh, paper on the on the annexation uh, uh, threats. We we took uh, the best uh, people in Israel that know and and serve. Uh, uh, in the army, in Shabak, in uh, the uh, uh, in in the economic uh, uh, arena, etc., etc., and uh, very professional uh, people really set on this issue for more than a year, and uh, we can say. What can happen? You know, it's not 100% because it's, it's, it's in the future. But uh, uh, we think uh, we are taking risks of domino effect that will lead us to the necessity to take over and control all the West Bank with a military operation against the... the uh, armed uh, people that will uh, lead the opposition in the Palestinian side, we think it will cost us, uh, without uh, the military operation, it will cost us 55 billion uh, shekel a year. We think it's a threat to the democracy. We think it's a threat to the uh, fact that uh, it's the Jewish uh, state. We think it's a threat to the peace with Jordan. We think it's a threat uh, uh, for the um, uh, uh, for the uh, court, the international court, uh, to to take a decision against Israel, and Israel is uh, according to the international uh, law. Um, I, I can I can uh, say that because of our um, um, uh, efforts in the Israeli media and in the Israeli Knesset, recently we made we, we received a lot of uh, requests uh, from uh, Knesset members and uh, from uh, um, ministers. To uh, that, that, and they asked us to send our this paper. It's not a paper; it's a book. Uh, because then they start to understand 
that, that, that they can't, can't uh, take any decision without any background, any analysis uh, of, uh, of, the, the, uh, of this uh, plan. And I hope that it will uh, change their mind uh, supporting this uh, plan. Now, now, Ilan, in, so in recent weeks, a uh, debate has sort of emerged. I think it was always there, but it emerged in recent weeks. You obviously have those people who are against annexation because all of the, the consequences that, that we mentioned. Um, but you have uh, people even on the right that are opposing annexation that Netanyahu has talked about because it isn't big enough. Uh, the annexation is only this 30%. And that at the end of the day, uh, this will lead to a Palestinian state. And so this is mostly coming from the far right, parts of the Amina party, and a lot of the, the far right settler base. Um, and we saw even today, we saw Gantz meeting with the heads of the, uh, the West Bank uh, Regional Council to try to uh, get their support and to discuss with them. We saw Netanyahu meet with them. If they're against this annexation move, and if you have uh, Yamina who are not in the government against annexation, do you think this will give maybe uh, Netanyahu and Gantz, let's say Netanyahu doesn't want to go forward with this annexation, does it kind of reduce the pressure and give them a way out, or do you think it doesn't, it doesn't really change, change much? I don't think it will uh, change anything. Uh, at the end of the process, if the Netanyahu will decide, personally, will decide to bring it to a vote in in the government or in, in the Knesset. He will uh, he will get his uh, his uh, voters and uh, the the right wing, the uh, Yamina and the, the leaders of the settlements settlers uh, won't be the problem uh, of it. Uh, at the end of the process, they will vote uh, with any decision of uh, of uh, annexation. I I I think, but it it can show us that even e- they don't even uh, satisfy with thirty percent because they want all the ter- all the area, they want all the West Bank, and they don't uh, uh, take any. Uh, 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 the fact that uh, uh, it comes with 2.6 million uh, Palestinians uh, doesn't make them uh, change their mind. They think that they, they can uh, they can uh, be in the uh, in the state of Israel without any rights. It, it, it doesn't make them any problem. But we have to understand it will change the whole thing. It will put Israel in a place that we, and I hope you, doesn't want to be. It won't be a democratic state. It won't be a a, a Jewish state. It will be something else that I don't want to be. And uh, if we will uh, go, if I'll go back to the to the question, I don't think this is the problems 
of Bibi. If he even decide to do it, they will be with him. Ilan, before we close out, I just wanted to get your take on a seemingly significant development that's come out really as we were just going to record this podcast. The Israeli high court Mm -hmm. struck down the regularization law, a law some might know as the outpost law. This was legislation that had been passed in 2017 by the Knesset that retroactively legalized outposts, far-flung settlements, smaller settlements deep in the West Bank territory that were illegal, not only under international law, but under Israeli law as well. I'm curious what you what you think the impact of this decision by the court will be on the march to annexation. Is it going to take the steam out of things or will it maybe give them give uh, Netanyahu and the right more reason to push ahead with their plans? First of all, it's a terrible law. It's a terrible law because, as you said, it it doesn't consider the international law, it doesn't consider the Israeli law, and it it, it paved the the road to to become, to to change uh, the outpost to uh, an illegal uh, settlement. Um, without any question of how how much the Palestinian side will be damaged, and uh, the the decision of the uh, High Court in Israel today uh, gives me and people like me hope that uh, yet uh, nothing is. Uh, uh, nothing is closed, and we have any any kind of a chance uh, that uh, the uh, truth and the uh, and the uh, aginut uh, and uh, the the truth will 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 come back to the minds of uh, of uh, of Israel. Uh, what will be the effect? I can I don't know. I can say that annexation uh, uh, will uh, will make the same result. Uh, I don't want to 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 enter to to the details, but if Israel will make the annexation. The result concerning the uh, illegal outpost and the, the land, the illegal, uh, uh, the illegal, the or, or the or and about the the uh, private lands of Palestinians uh, that uh, located in uh, in the illegal outposts will. Uh, the, the result will be the same, uh, and even worse. So, uh, in the level of uh, of uh, bad decisions, the uh, the annexation concerning 
these issues is much much higher and uh, and uh, uh, much higher than uh, this uh, uh, rule that the high court uh, council if there won't be uh, an annexation i believe that the government will try to do bypass to uh, this uh, court decision but it's not uh, something to the near future well we're seeing now that the uh, that there are sources close to prime minister netanyahu claiming that annexation will solve the problems of this latest court ruling so it'll be interesting to see if they respond yes, in the same right. way right they're, they're, they're just right. going to go over it um it'll be interesting to see if the court uh, responds if at all and, and if they push back against this if annexation as i think you suggested also replicates and in some ways amplifies the problems embodied in the regularization law which has now been struck down annexation uh, will uh, Alex, Alex, annexation will be worth by ten, ten, uh, 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 ten times than this law. Which is exactly why we are, you know, really raising the alarm about it and hoping that it doesn't come to pass. But we need to be prepared for that eventuality. Ilan, thank you again for joining yeah. us on this episode of Israel Policy Pod. Thank you. Thank you. And for our listeners, before we close out this episode, we have one important announcement that you're going to want to stick around for. In just two weeks from today, that's Tuesday, June 23rd, Israel Policy Forum will be hosting an important virtual event called The Road Ahead, Leading Responsibly for Israel's Future. That's going to be bringing in major voices from the U.S. and Israel to speak out about the consequences of annexation for U.S. national security interests, for Israeli security, and in the American Jewish community. We already have confirmed people like General John Allen, Michelle Flournoy, Ambassador Susan Rice, Ambassador Dan Shapiro, Admiral Ami Ayalon, General Gadi Shamni, General Dani Yatom, and Rabbi Rick Jacobs, and we're sure to get several more in the days and weeks ahead. So, it will be a really great event, and you can find details and registration information for this program on our website at www.israelpolicyforum.org forward slash the road ahead. Wow, sounds like a great event, and I'll definitely register. <laughs> I think I'm already registered, so we hope to see you all there. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Yalla bye.